ops, and a little bit of paranoia. Welcome to the Iron Sysadmin Podcast. That was fun. The intro? I mean, or the first mean part one. The first part of the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, welcome to part, part B. Welcome to the whole family. Welcome to part B of episode 121. Um, if you want to listen to part A, go look the previous episode. We talked all about finding trials and demos of software you might want to learn, or open source, open source, yeah. that open source thing that we do, all open source alternatives to various software that might help you from a learning perspective. Uh, the focus was not about, you know, how to replace these things or how to not pay for software. It was more about how to learn software that you might want to learn to get into the industry. Though we did kind of touch Absolutely. on software piracy, um, just because just, it's it's a thing, right? It's a real thing, and it might be a way for no, people who truly can't. Don't pirate software. It's bad. For don't you. copy that floppy. Don't copy that floppy. I'll call the software piracy. Would you agency download a car, Nate? Would you would download, you a, download car? a car? <laughs> yeah, actually, I would. I but, probably would you know. download a car. <laughs> If it uh, if it literally costs nothing to replicate that car by downloading it, I might. <laughs> yeah. Software piracy is a victimless crime, isn't it? <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway. Um, right. So here Don't we are. In, that floppy. Here we are in part B, where we're going to talk about our announcements. And the first of those announcements, as always, is thank you to all of our patrons. You guys are awesome, or you folks are awesome. There could be gals in there. I'm not sure. Uh, you, nerds. Gonna, you nerds, nerds, you nerds are awesome. So, I know at least one. We've got at least one one lady indeed, patron. Indeed, indeed. So I want to say thank you because we know her to Zed Thor, name pending one ninety seven, Jeremy, Aranami, Andrew, Tatro, Bruce, Robert, Matt, David, Solemn, Trooper Ish, Linux Sis six sixty six. I wish he changed his name. It's so hard to say. Uh, Mark with a K, The Mentor, Mark with a C, Julius, Andy, J, Charles, and 22532. Two. And, it's, I, I, and I'm thinking of him as Jalamet because he's got the little thingies. Yeah, right. I, I said it that way for a while just to be funny. It could be true. I don't know. <laughs> Nate's going to be helping host Rel Presents. That's a, that's a great way to, to deliver that, Mark, as I was typing it. I left myself a little note while we were doing the first part of the presentation. So you guys remember Eric. Uh, he was on the show a little while ago. Eric, Eric the, IT the IT guy. guy. He runs a show called Raw Presents. I was on it as a guest the one time. And, you know, he and I have chatted quite a bit. Well, his normal co-host is going to be out for a little while. Not, like, a long while. It's just that there's going to be several episodes in the next coming months where he's going to be out, so he asked me to help co-host. So, as those episodes Dude, come up, you. as those episodes come up, I'll let you guys know if you want to go watch them. Um, but it should be a good time. Now, that is a Red Hat podcast. That is a Red Hat podcast. So that's kind of cool. So <laughs> you are going to be paid very well, I might add, to podcast because I mean, you're going to be doing that as part of your job. You know, technically, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing it during business hours? It'll be during business hours for a Red Hat yeah, podcast. So yeah, sure, I'll be being paid yeah, to podcast. It's not <laughs> even technical. Yeah, you've arrived. You've arrived. Yay! Okay, we'll go with Kermit that. the Frog. Cheer. We'll go with that. Yay! Except, 
you know, the, the whole, like, I'm paid to be a Tam, not paid to podcast. Like, if podcast is in yeah. my title, that would be amazing. <laughs> okay. I, you're being paid to do whatever you're doing during work hours. Yeah. So the fact that, yeah. the, and that's how cool we are, that you'll, you'll, it's a hobby job, right? Yeah. But you're still, yeah. you're st it's still on the company dime and you're still helping the company out. So that's, that's excellent. Very pleased for you. Yeah, I think it's going to be cool. I'm sure you'll do a great job. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Like I said, I'll let you guys know what episodes those are when they air. If I can, I'll let you know before they air. I know one's coming up. I'll try I'll try I, to watch them live so that I can harass you. Might, might actually be next week on Wednesday. It is during work hours, though. I'll try to, I'll, I, I will undoubtedly yeah. share a link via our usual social stuff for folks that want to watch it. So it'll be there. I'm definitely going to cancel any meetings that conflict with it. Yeah, right. I, yeah, definitely. Right. Absolutely. Screw you one-on-one -on -one time with my staff. <laughs> I'm watching Nate. You staff people, you can wait. This is important. <laughs> Friggin' wait. I'm going to drop your one-on-ones. Yeah. All right. No, All right. I don't do that. I might yeah. move one if I have to, but I won't drop it. <laughs> All right. So uh, as I mentioned in the first part of the show, if you want to support uh, the show, you can do so. Well, you, we cover up on Patreon at the end of the show. But if you want to buy a T-shirt or something, go check us out on teespring.com slash stores slash Iron Sizzamith. And Teespring is T-E-E -E spring. Not yeah. just the letter T in spring. That's valid. There's no, I'm just I'm saying. It yeah, yeah. There's know. there's a link. There's a link in the notes. There's a link on our site. Uh, if you can't find Teespring, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. No, don't be sorry. <laughs> right. Uh, we don't have any new reviews. If you guys want to leave us reviews, do that. If you think we missed your review, let us know. We do like to read them on mm -hmm. the air. Um, we do. We like, we like reviews because we like to know that you like what we're doing or don't like what we're doing and what it is you don't like so we can change it. Unless it's Uncle Mark singing. That's not going to change. Sorry. That's, yeah, tough shit. Sorry that one guy that didn't like Iron or that didn't like Mark singing. Maybe we've won him over by now. Perhaps. If you're still listening, Unlikely. let us know. Did we convert you or let did you just... Let us know. Let us know. Are you, you hating just... your life now? <laughs> did you just mute Uncle Mark? Like, did you just mute the show when Uncle Mark starts it, it wasn't just my singing. He just... The guy legit didn't like me. Yeah, he thought he I brought like nothing you. to the show. Yeah. It was very hurtful. He's wrong. Anyway, is, hi. Is, is there like a helicopter running behind you? No, or that's Is the it your dryer, dryer again? Do, do you the always dryer. do laundry on Thursday nights? My wife is the is in charge of laundry i have no i get no vote okay none sounds like you have a v8 idling behind you that's okay i, I yeah. can live with that i can live with that i like v8s all right um i think that's all the announcements we have chad to talk about now mark yeah, what have you been doing do. let me guess you've been questing for the elden ring thing is so that, the quest the one ring no the quest <laughs> the elden ring is shattered you're trying to become elden lord um, okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, Elden Ring is is my current game of choice. I have a couple of things lined up to play other than that, which I've pretty much ignored. I I bought a game that was on sale on my PlayStation the other night. It's very Lovecraft themed. I like Lovecraft, and I haven't freaking touched it because <laughs> I'm basically Elden Ring's bitch right now. You're just you're just hung up on the Elden Ring. So actually, Elden Ring has become my new Skyrim. I don't know if I mentioned this last show, but I bought the Windows version too. So I now own Elden Ring on two platforms. Not one, not one platform, two <laughs> platforms. Um, 
I've discovered, uh, so I've used multiplayer in it already by summoning random folk to help me fight bosses, but there are several Red Hatters who play, including you, mm -hmm. and some of these Red Hatters, I've actually done like extended Elden Ring sessions with them where, where we've, uh, had a lot of fun, actually. I, on my YouTube channel, I streamed my session with Brandon the SA the other night where he was helping me out. And we actually took out Godric, the the second boss in the game, in the in the in the castle. It was a lot. Uh, so the multiplayer is fun because, and you might not agree with this statement that it makes it fun because of this. Whenever you're in co-op, you you open yourself up to be invaded by PVPers, and it happens with us. It happened on a fairly regular basis, and. Well, it can disrupt what you're doing. Worst case, the invader kills you and you have to respawn at the last site of grace. Best case, you kill the invader, you get some bonus stuff. It, it, it really, it mixes it up and it's very thematic. It goes along with the dark world because there's NPC invaders at certain points. So having player characters invade just kind of, it, it really adds to the fun of the game. Hmm. I, I know. I'm not the guy who's ever really liked non-consensual PvP in games. Yeah. But for some reason in Elden Ring, it just friggin' works. Hmm. It doesn't... I don't fly into a rage even when I die. I'm not like, oh, this dick's invading me. Uh, it's like, oh, we're being invaded. How are you going to deal with it? So, I mean, it's, it's actually... Part of that is... It's actually kind of fun. Part of that is how the game deals with death, right? Elden Ring isn't that penalizing when you die. It... I would say... Yeah, okay. So, yes and no. You can die very quickly by being stupid. Um, when you die, you drop any runes you've collected. And if you don't get those runes back, that's actual lost progress. Yeah. But unless you die again, you'll get your runes back. And it is usually... Uh, it's usually fairly straightforward to get them back. Now they might it might be that you fought through a big group of enemies, you die, you respawn, those enemies that you killed have respawned, your runes are on the other side of them. Getting through them might be a challenge, but but them's the breaks. But most of the time, yes, the the stake the table stakes for dying are fairly low. Yeah. Now I have lost a I don't even want to know how many runes I've lost. I've lost probably hundreds of thousands at this point. Just because I'm sometimes a very stubborn man, um, <laughs> never. But I've uh, I've definitely lost runes. But again, the invaders, for some reason, whatever reason, they don't bug me. The other fun thing I'm doing with I'm doing with uh, Elden Ring, uh, and I dropped this the link to the guy's page in the show notes. Uh, there's a there's a VR mod that was released last week that now supports Elden Ring. It, it you, you can basically play the game in virtual reality. Now it doesn't use the VR controllers. You still use the get you still use the regular game controller, but that's fine. Because Elden Ring is a controller game as far as I'm concerned. That's really what you want to be doing. But this same mod also works for Cyberpunk, it works for Red Dead Redemption 2, it works for a couple of games. So I gotta try those games out in VR now, but for for a game that was not developed to be played in VR. It's actually pretty freaking amazing to put the headset on and to be in the lands between looking around and like, wow, that that's even more impressive. 
The only drawback to the VR is you can't you can't play online when you're running mods. So when you launch the game now, I get a dialogue box. Do I want to be in VR mode, which is offline, or do I want to be regular online mode? But you can't have both because if they let you run mods when you're online, people would be it would be far too easy to cheat. And I'm sure yeah, there are people who figured sense. out how to cheat anyway. Yeah. But whatever. So that's Elden Ring. And so you and I got to play some Elden Ring together. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll have to get together and play some at some point. Yeah, not this weekend. Scout outing, maybe sometime next week. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. Uh, I'm still waiting on my Steam Deck email. In fact, let me check. Nope, no Steam Deck email yet. <laughs> uh, looking forward to trying to get that. And then um, this is something interesting. I, I actually just got the email that I was approved and I have a mentee now or what they call a protege. There was an email sent last week from our vice president of, of the, of our group. And Red Hat has teamed up with this company, ACP to look for mentors for military uh, veterans. They're, they're oh. folk who are either ex military or who are transitioning out of the military. And they're looking to be mentored for, you know, how to how to get a job or if they're in a job how to navigate corporate america stuff like that so i'll be mentoring uh, an air force veteran who has spent 20 years serving our country he's going to be out soon and he's done work with networking and stuff and he wants to get into the civilian world so i'm actually kind of looking forward to it it i think it's going to be good to, a good way to give back pretty cool and hopefully i can give him i can give him a little bit of wisdom and advice yeah right that, hopefully at least I'll amuse him along the way, I'm sure. <laughs> At least you'll amuse him. Yeah. That's valid. And, That's valid. And then I, I'm about to be able to, like, hopefully, I'm waiting on, like, some final approvals, but hopefully I'll be able to hire some new TAMs on my team. This is going to this is gonna be a first for me, doing, you know, running the whole job search, interviewing the candidates, picking the candidate. So if you want to work for Uncle Mark at Red Hat... Possibly as an open shift, Tam. We'll, we'll share those. Uh, we'll share those job recs once I have them. So if you're listening and you're like, I want to be a red hatter, you might have a chance. We'll see. Cool. Yeah, there you go. You could. Go, but that's what I got going on. Go work for Uncle Mark. <laughs> I'm fun. Yeah, just imagine working for this guy. I'm told I'm a, my, my, my people seem to like me. I'm, I've gotten a lot. I've gotten some good feedback so far. That's good. Good to hear. All right. So what am I? I have this weird problem where it's like I buy. Oh, so many. I buy a brand new game. And then for some reason, I don't know why, but for some reason, I get an interest in a game I already owned and go back to it and play it. So I bought Elden Ring. <laughs> Started playing it, and then something drew me into Cyberpunk, uh, which is a game that I also purchased new, started playing, and got distracted by something else. I forget what it was, but there was some other game I got I... distracted by and went back to playing that, right? So it's like this weird cycle. <laughs> I think what happened, Nate, is that if I have the timing right, it, I was talking about the VR mod that was yeah. coming, and yeah, you I mentioned, mentioned Cyberpunk. You mentioned Cyberpunk, and that reminded me, like, I never really, oh, really gave Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk 
It really, I never really gave it a good go. I never even got past the first act. Um, well, now I have. I played to the point where uh, you meet the guy who I'm pretty sure is played by Keanu Reeves. If not, he's very def- very heavily styled after Keanu Reeves. <laughs> um, he is played by Keanu Reeves. Yes, yeah, okay. absolutely that hundred percent. Keanu okay. Reeves was part of it. Um, yeah, it's, I believe his name's Johnny. I think it's Johnny. So yeah. you did the thing where you were in the helicopter and yeah, cleared yeah. the rooftop and and you and you you take a bullet to the brain and then you come back and you get Johnny yeah. in your head yeah yeah that's 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 how far I am I got I'm just past that um, okay so yeah that's what I've I've been playing and to be honest right when I remember a couple months ago I I got like really into into Valheim and I was playing it like every spare minute that's not what I'm doing yeah. here um, because we have too much going on because now it's summertime. When I got into Valheim, it was winter, and there's just, like, nothing to do in the winter. Uh, so you're not going to see me fly through this like I did uh, Valheim. But it's definitely enjoyable, and it's fun. And the other thing I wanted to mention was I, I always talk about these Stadia controllers, right? How, how I said, like, oh, I bought Stadia. It kind of flopped. But the controllers are really nice. Well, they're not like universal, easy to use, plug in, Windows recognizes them as a game controller controllers, right? Like they're Mm. designed to work through the UI that is Stadia's web thing, right? There's like some driver in there that makes these things work. Uh, So I found that games that account for them and specifically have support for them, they work fine in. Other games, they're just not even recognized as a controller, which kind of sucked. Because right. because they're nice controllers. They are really nice. I know I've talked about them a lot, but they are solid. I've seen lots of other people agree with me. They are very nice controllers. I'm not arguing they're good controllers. I will continue to mock Google for abandoning stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. Like, that, that Stadia is... I don't want to say it's dead, but it's dying. It's going to die. It's going to go it's away. It's dead. <laughs> it's dead. He's dead, Jim. Well, Let like like today, you can, you can still, you can still go. go play... You can still go play Stadia today, but I think it's going to go Are you away. still paying for it? No, I stopped paying for it like two years ago. <laughs> That's how long ago this is, right? Um, Peace out, Stadia. But, uh, and again, I still hold that it was a fun platform. It's just too many people complained about the streaming nature and whatever. Um, right. Anyway, my point is, I found both, the, it's, little, it's not quite a driver, but it's like, it is kind of a driver, and a little shim application that you run on your Windows machine, and it emulates whatever it is that makes Stadia work with the Stadia controller and passes it on as a game controller. So I can now use my Stadia controllers with any game that supports a game controller. So I'm happy about that. Now, because the other thing I have is a old PlayStation 3 controllers, which are very nice. I like PlayStation 3 controllers, but they're getting old and they feel, I don't know how to describe it. They, they feel old. Right? They don't respond as well as they used to. The joysticks are a little loose, that kind of thing. The Stadia controller is practically new because it doesn't have a whole lot of game time on it. So uh, if you have Stadia controllers and you want to know how to do the thing that I just described, there's two links in this part of the show notes in my chat section here. There's one to a GitHub. There's both GitHub repos. One of them is for the little driver thing, and the other is for the shim application. Literally, you install the driver thing, you run the shim application, you plug in your Stadia controller, and you have a game controller. You're done. Goes. I'm relatively sure they have not started crypto mining me or anything. So, you know, <laughs> good stuff. 
Good deal. Yeah. Why is my processor spiking from the shim? <laughs> yeah, the shim is actually a crypto miner. Or a crypto miner, you'd have you would have CPU load. Other, otherwise, it would be the worst crypto miner ever. Yeah, right. It actually mines like fractions and fractions and fractions of bitcoins per per month because it doesn't because it, it hides itself so it's well. Too it doesn't polite. use it doesn't use any CPU. <laughs> it's the ridiculously polite malware. Yes, the ridiculously polite <laughs> malware. All right. I realized that while we were uh, away, I didn't open up the news articles, and we're about to go into the news. So, oh, uh, so okay, there like like sing or something, Mark, while I get these open. Open news, open news. So the first two news articles are essentially Red Hat flavored. Yeah, yeah. One of them is just um, uh, well, one of them is literally Rel eight six is now out. Um, Rel nine is soon TM. Yeah, <laughs> that was announced at Summit. Uh, the date was not announced at Summit. However, there was reference to the coming weeks. So you should see Rel 9 soon, TM. Did you have more to say about Rel 8.6 or Rel 9? I'm actually looking at Rel 8.6. Pretty, uh, pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, there's some changes to Ansible. Some interesting stuff in the, uh, with the virtualization down. and uh -huh. the web console, console the pass-through stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, it looks like the web console got quite a bit of love, actually. You know what we forgot to do? No, what did we forget? What did we do? Oh, oh like there it. you go. <laughs> and I didn't want to tell you, but I also forgot to start recording in Riverside. So How screwed are we now? Uh, well, I have the recording both of the stream and on my mixer. So assuming we can get through the rest of the show without any dropouts, we're fine. <laughs> oh, that's good. So I did find a I did find an article at uh, CRN.com. And they said they claim they have 40 years as the voice of the channel. So they're like clearly some sort of industry thing. The channel. But it's essentially the uh, top. Bit, the 10 big announcements from Red Hat Summit 2022. So if you if you want to just glance through some of the announcements Red Hat made at Summit, there's the article there. Why is it trying, to, not, why is it trying to get me to install Google Widevine? What the hell is Google Widevine? What the hell are you talking about? This application or this website when I went to it. CRN? Well, are Brave, you on Brave? Because Brave, nothing. Brave came up and it said... CRN.com is asking you to install and run Google Widen. Widevine. Well, I got no such message. So we're going to block what... that. Goodbye. We're not going to do that. All right. <laughs> sorry, I, sorry I used a sketchy website, I yeah, guess. Yeah, what the hell is that? I love how they have this picture of God knows what Red Hat building with the old Red Hat logo on it. Oh, I see you put an article up about our favorite thing. Our favorite. Oh, yes. Our favorite thing. The metaverse. The metaverse. The so-called metaverse. The so-called oh, metaverse. All right, so, words. So the, this is from the BBC. So, you know, trust it more so than you would. read it in the proper accent than yeah. CRN. I don't know if, I don't know if I can make, if I can do the accent. Um, and the, the title Apple's is. iPod creator has worn the so-called metaverse risk creating more trolls and damaging human interaction. There you go. So why they had to call out the Apple iPad iPod creator 
is beyond me. I guess it's just, it's, it just lends, lends street credibility track. to the article. It has nothing to do with the iPod. But the Apple iPod creator warns the metaverse will encourage trolls. I'm Apple surprised. Are you surprised? I am totally no. shocked. I thought the metaverse was going to be sunshine and roses. <laughs> and trolls. <laughs> and trolls. Sunshine, roses, trolls, little kids screaming. Um, just all the bad things. All the bad things that you have encountered in all of your online video conferences since the beginning of the pandemic. Plus assholes and trolls. Anyway, the article basically suggests that technology is eroding people's interaction. And the metaverse is just sort of the next phase in that, right? I don't disagree. <laughs> Do you disagree? I feel like this is, uh, this is exactly what's, what has been uh, nagging at me for quite a long time. And that is that face-to-face -face interaction has... Well, it has a different feel to it. And of course, you live by a different set of rules because the person you're talking to could punch you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the stuff you see people talk, the stuff you see people tell each other online or the insults of people slinging each other online would turn into fistfights in the real world. And I guarantee these people would not be slinging this stuff around if there were fists nearby. <laughs> like real fists. <laughs> You definitely, you definitely interact different when there's consequences. Yeah. Um, so I think one thing that people disregard is that used properly, technology can level the field in terms of uh, overcoming prejudice, because if you're yep. a digital avatar... And especially if you can use software to modify your voice. Yeah. Suddenly, suddenly being concerned about, am I, am like, think about it in World of Warcraft, right? Or other MMOs where if you roll a female avatar, sometimes you're harassed because a bunch of thirsty nerds think you're going to be their girlfriend. Right. Like in real life. Right. So I knew more than one female gamer who would always roll a male, a male character so that wouldn't be an issue. Mm -hmm. So so like it or not, we you, sometimes it's good to use technology to mask who you are in the real world to eliminate real world prejudice or bias, right? Because bias is a thing whether we want to admit it or not. I'm a father of daughters, so are you. And I'll admit, I want my girls to have the same opportunities that they would as if they ha if they were guys. And that's not always going to be the case, especially in more in like like Abigail is is in she she's a chemist, right? She studied chemistry. She's probably going to be in some sort of scientific thing, and that's traditionally a male-dominated field. And for those of you who are rolling your eyes and being like, oh, he's being all politically correct, blah, 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 quotas, blah, blah, blah. No, I, the reality is, is humans tend to have biases, whether we acknowledge them or not. And if technology can be used to eliminate biases, even if it forces, even if it leads to a certain level of anonymous interaction, I think that can be valuable. The, the Apple guy fixates on looking into people's eyes. 
I, I, you know, I get that, right? But you can simulate that experience enough to fool your brain in virtual reality. You really can. Absolutely. I mean, I've I've you, done I've done a ton of research and just I know it has that negative connotation, right? I've watched a lot of YouTube videos too, right? But I've watched a lot of videos of folks who have done hundreds of hours in in virtual reality, right? Folks who you might consider to be experts on what will be the metaverse, right? And they right. say that there like there's this concept of phantom touch for example, right? When you touch a thing in virtual reality, your body sort of makes you believe it or when something touches you, right? Uh, yeah. There can certainly be that level of interaction and chemistry in virtual avatars. And to your point, you can be anything you want to be. You can be a dog in virtual reality, right? On the internet, no one knows you're a dog. Well, in virtual reality, no one knows the dog clown. is, yeah. Um, so I think the world we're looking at, the world we could be going into with virtual spaces becoming like real spaces, um, could be great. I think it won't be. <laughs> That's the pessimist in me, I suppose. I, I think, think it's. it's I, I think it's gonna be. It's it's gonna be the same problems we see on social media. It's gonna be people are assholes. They're gonna be assholes when they're anonymous, and all of the folks running these different quote unquote metaverses are going to try to rein that in with with censorship and with with blocking and with guidelines and rules. And it's going to turn into the not reality that social media is. You know what I mean by not reality? It's it's not real. It's not like being face-to-face. -face. Because when you're face-to-face -face with someone and fists can be involved, you generally are a different person than when You're that, awfully punchy tonight. I am punchy tonight. It's 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 just my example, right? And, and yeah. the Apple guy here makes it you know, that you can look people in the eyes. You, you don't have that connection. Well, I think that that connection is more like you're not in punching range, right? <laughs> people behave themselves when someone could literally hurt them, right? Um, it, and that, that can't happen in virtual spaces. You can be banned. Big deal. Go find a new place to play, right? But I think part of the, part of the reason that you have a lot of issues with social media is that you need unless you're a very good writer you can uh, there are people and I'm not going to name I'm not going to name who they are um cuz I don't know who listens to this but there are people who on Facebook come across as total screaming assholes and in real life they're actually great and and I've, those are people I know and it's not even that they're what they're saying on on social media is particularly vile or anything. They just come across very poorly. But these same people, when I talk to them in real life, are lovely. Yeah. No, and, I agree. So it, I agree. So here's the thing, though: if the metaverse is going to rely more on voice communication, that's a that is actually. A, an easier medium, I think, to to be able to have a more empathetic conversation and an actual dialogue rather than a snarky type. You s type something snarky and then you wait for someone to respond to it. Uh, you might be right. You might be right. I, and I hope I'm right. There's there's also a certain level of when you're 
writing something, you, you, you ever start writing a comment and then you delete it and recreate it and then you delete it and rewrite it. Right. Or, you're, I ne- or, or like you go back and look for the typos. You look back, look back for the things you didn't mean to say, or the things you want to say in a more emphasized manner. Right. Um, you don't get that with voice, right? Because it's real time. Right. Which means most people are going to think more carefully when right. they're talking. That, that's that's kind of my point, right? I mean, you could also get the I accidentally misspoke stuff that you get with real life, right? Like, Absolutely. I didn't really mean to say that. It didn't it didn't come out the way I meant for it to come out, right? That's that's also possible. But, but with with voice communication, you also have the inflection. If you e- even if you don't have video, even if you don't have video and it's a straight audio conversation, that is helpful. And if you have some sort of video in the mix, and that could include two virtual avatars standing at each other, and the software can be clever enough to sync your mouth and sync your eyes and 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 see what your arms are doing. Because, you know, part Italian, so I talk with my hands, right? Yeah, no, and there there is a lot of work being done on exactly that. I mean, I think even the VR headsets that you and I have will do eye tracking. Like, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't so, even know it was a feature, but if you go into something that supports eye tracking, it... It does it. I don't know we, if it's just did, coincidence or not, but <laughs> didn't we figure out that if you're using the built in voice chat in No Man's Sky, that your avatar's mouth will move? It seemed to. Yeah. But yeah, and, and absolutely. When you're talking, it'll try to mimic what you're saying in things like VR chat, for example, that are meant to be a social interaction platform. Right. Um, but yeah, it's it's absolutely better, I so, think, than flat out text, which I think is your point. Yeah, so I don't think it's as dark as our friend here is saying. Um, I, I, I think, you know, they're 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 valid concerns, but if I, I think it's not as dark as you think. I don't know, and and hopefully, and social media little... has given me this much faith in humanity, and every and that faith has been trampled on so many times. <laughs> Yeah, I hear you. I but hear you. Uh, maybe you're right, and it'll be better. Um, I I do think there's a certain amount of of disconnect with being physically in person with other people, right? Um, you you don't get that interaction, and maybe I'm wrong, right? Maybe I just haven't actually had those sort of interactions because the are are you the, working for big commercial real estate now, trying to convince people to get back in the office? The, Watch uh, out. the, the, the time that I have spent in virtual spaces has been very like tentative. I haven't really dove in cause it just, it just kind of isn't my thing. Like the R chat, it does, it does, but I don't know, maybe, Maybe we should go hang out in VR chat sometime. I was going like, to say, go maybe, hop, go maybe, or something. maybe you and I should give it a shot some night and just like try to really give it a try, see how it goes. Right. And then, and then like I, you, you can be the extrovert that you are and I'll be standing back over there <laughs> just yeah. like we were at a conference. <laughs> and try it and try it. So, uh, but yeah, I, uh, I think there's a lot, a lot to unpack here and we already started. Um, but I think that there's no way we're going to be able to cover it all. And honestly, we're going to see how it plays out. Maybe it plays out better than we think it will. I don't know. Maybe it'll play out worse. Hopefully it plays out better than you think it will. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully better than the guy from Apple does. Thinks it's going to play out. Yeah. Uh, I feel you kind of agree with them. Kind of, kind of. And that's okay. 
but but because we're talking, we're not like we're not fighting on we're not flaming each other on a Facebook comment thread. Right, right. So I mean, that could that could exactly be the point, right? If you and I were discussing this on a Facebook thread, it may be totally it may pan out totally differently than when you and I are discussing it person to person, quote unquote. Over this, this is effectively person. Right? It's twenty twenty two. This right. is person to person. Yeah, right. This is this is what we pass as person to person now. It because it's fine. It's fine. This is fine. All right. So enough about the metaverse. Uh, you, Dog you added coffee in hell. You added a bit here about some Nvidia stuff. Is that the next one on the list? It is. So so in things that holy crap we never thought might happen, Nvidia is open sourcing parts of its Linux drivers, which is. Something they've never been willing to do before. Yeah. And this is significant because they're providing the source code for the kernel modules, which is the hardest part for like open source people to like backwards engineer, reverse engineer. So this is a pretty big friggin' deal. Uh, This is really the next step in high performance. video drivers on nvidia graphics cards in like you know linux linux gaming yeah so the and the the thing that makes this a little more revolutionary and i don't know i didn't really read the article you you had a lot of this is target but yeah a lot of this is targeted at gpu work and data centers i was just gonna like say right AI and high performance AI compute the, yeah. the cryptography and i don't mean crypto mining but yes oh. But cryptography work, uh, uh, password hashes, hash cracking, stuff like that, those are all valid things that happen within the industry. And this is going to help that because graphics processors are also great for that style of crypto crunching, which is why they're in such high demand at the moment because everybody and their brother wants to mine freaking whatever the latest cryptocurrency is. Um, Stop killing the environment with your GPUs and your cryptocurrencies, damn it. I want to kill it with my Jeep and my V8 and my Cadillac. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And on the article, there's somebody who doesn't understand open source. It opens up a plethora of attack vectors into your server. No, that's not. Believe me. It, Opening the code makes those things It opens up a plethora of eyes on the code, which would have had vulnerabilities in it anyway. Exactly. <laughs> it's what it comes down to. So, yes. What we may see in the next six to eight months are a bunch of people that have said, oh, crap, I found this cool vulnerability in NVIDIA's graphics drivers. And then it'll quickly get patched because there will be people with eyes on the code more than just NVIDIA's development team. But I'm preaching to the choir here, to you anyway. Maybe there's somebody listening who doesn't understand the open source ecosystem. But (laughs) So anyway, NVIDIA, open source drivers, cool, good stuff. So you've yeah. got a you've got a gaming related thing next, huh? From yeah, funny. So you K- mentioned cyber. You mentioned cyberpunk, right? Kotaku is that the name of this place? Yeah, Kotaku's basically they're 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 kind of clickbaity, but what the hell? Okay. Um. So you mentioned cyberpunk. Yep. And though for people who aren't in who don't really do computer gaming, they're only here for proper. Enterprise IT discussion. Sorry. Sorry. We, we talk gaming here too. Uh, Cyberpunk was launched as a steaming turd in a lot of ways, especially on last gen console. The, it was rushed to it was rushed to be released. There was there were uh 
an embarrassing number of bugs, missing content. Um, and, and cyberpunk's kind of become the new no man's sky with no man's sky. When it was released was missing so many features that were supposed to be in it. Yeah. Although hello games has spent years fixing that, but, uh, Bethesda, which is who are they're they're the folk obviously behind Skyrim, uh, Elder Scrolls series, Fallout. They have a bit of a bad reputation as far as it's almost expected that their games are buggy for quite a long time. Um, and they just announced that Starfield, which is a sci-fi RPG. It was supposed to be released in November of this year. It's now pushed the first half of 2023. And this is kind of what I call a damned if they do and damned if they don't situation. Because you've got already got people on the Internet complaining that it's been delayed. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to play it this year. My life is going to be meaningless now. Oh. And then there's an equal chorus that's like, well, good because god knows bethesda doesn't know how to release <laughs> let you know software that's that's feature complete and has minimal bugs at launch so the delay is probably a really good thing the super cynics are like yeah they just don't want elden ring kicking their ass as game of the year you know because <laughs> that would probably happen it's valid um so so they're damned if they do, they're damned if they don't. If they release it as originally planned, they could have the next cyberpunk on their yeah. hands. Yeah, yeah. They delay it to so it's better. They catch grief about that. Now, knowing Bethesda, they're going to delay it and it'll launch in a questionable state anyway. <laughs> and I, I, I'm a Bethesda fan. I've bought a lot of their games. I bought Skyrim so many times I've lost friggin count. Yeah. But that's probably what they're really going to do. Yeah. This is, I'm and actually, gonna, I'm kind of excited now. This sounds like a fun game and I've only, I, this article yeah. is the only exposure I've had to it so far. I'm, I'm as and much Bethesda, as I like mythology RPGs, right? Like the old fairy tale and fantasy style RPGs. I love sci-fi probably even more oh, than I love fantasy, right? So, which is why yeah. I was why I was excited about cyberpunk. Um, yeah. This this looks like this looks like it'll be fun. I I agree, and you know Bethesda also they've been using they they use what's called the Gamebryo engine, and I always get amused because you get people who don't understand how gaming engines work. Yeah. who are absolutely convinced that they've been using literally the same code since Morrowind, which was, <laughs> God, I don't know how long ago. I'm like, no, that's not how engines work. The engine gets yeah. upgraded and worked on and modernized over time. Yeah, because There's obviously everything based yeah. on the Unreal engine is still based on Unreal from 2002 or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah, that's but totally like, it. And it's going to be garbage because they, they, they need a new engine. Uh, no, you don't understand how gaming engines work. Thanks for that works. Yeah, and and to be honest, like I, I'm not going to say I've ever done any anything like game development, but I have tinkered with Unity, which is another game development platform, right? Uh, yeah. When I was tinkering with the same, space, same space as Gamebryo, and it's it's this it's, I mean, monthly it it felt there was an update to the the code base and the engine and the editor and every 
every facet of it to the point where right. your projects that were built in one version with one engine would need to be sort of migrated to the next, which was kind of exhausting for someone who was just doing this as, as a tinkery thing, right? Um, right, which is why you lock onto a specific version at some yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's like, what you should you, do you, if you're building you're a project. The, you're, yeah. It's like the app people, stop updating our, our stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we need to. Security vulnerabilities. Yeah. yeah, that's a little different. But you're you're right, right. So, you know, they they latched on to whatever version of the engine was viable at the moment they started game development or the moment they had all their assets together anyway. And then that's what they're going to launch on. <laughs> that's probably what it comes down yeah. to, right? <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to track this one. Now... I don't know if it's going to be available. I don't know what platforms it's going to be on. They're calling it an Xbox exclusive. Okay. So that could be Xbox and Windows. It could just be Xbox. It, yeah. I, I would like it to come, yeah, Xbox console exclusive. I really would have liked, I, I would buy it on PS5, but I'm not buying a friggin' Xbox to play it. I'm absolutely not buying an Xbox to play it. So now I'm disappointed. <laughs> why do they do that like why release it on xbox only why not because there's a lot of friggin xboxes out there yeah but doesn't that just limit their own market and, well and microsoft bought bethesda sometime back recently actually yeah so release it for windows too they probably will like it'll probably no... drop a, it'll probably drop on xbox first like they have then, no stake in windows, windows. <laughs> I, it Probably Xbox first and then Windows. Let's That's what it. I imagine is going to happen. For for a lot of people, Windows is their game system. <laughs> well, right. Me included, right? Like, that's it. I, I, don't, they, I don't really go in for consoles anymore. Here's the other thing. If they release it on Windows, then they got to deal with all the bullshittery that is, you know, releasing a game on Windows. It it, it, it It's actually harder to, to engineer it to be... yeah. Like, That's valid, you, know, I guess. you know, you know, the deal. If you're dropping it on a console, you've got you've got a limited one hardware yeah. platform. You can tune it perfectly. One or two platforms to make it perfect for. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I mean, Elden Ring, Elden Ring runs on current and last gen uh, PlayStation and Xbox with very few complaints. The PC version, they seem to have ironed it out now because it works fine for me. But the PC version legit has had some struggles. Yeah. And by the time you and I bought it, it's in much better shape. But by the PS5 version, which I owned much earlier, has been flawless. Yeah. Flawless. Did I mention it's been flawless? Uh, you may have mentioned that it's flawless. Haven't had a single crash. Haven't really been able to identify any bug. Like, it's been flawless. Now, some people would say you're just, you're not picky enough. It's it's frame capped at this, or it's got there's popping or blah, 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 console uh, console peasant. Yeah, whatever. Console peasant. Yeah. All right. So this has been fun, fun conversation about games. I forgot to hit record buttons. It's been a good show. It's been I a think good we're show. good. We talked all about. We, should... uh, we touched on software piracy. That's always a good thing. Yeah, speaking of, I'm going to go watch the next episode of Strange New Worlds, which is on a certain... Totally not plat- illegal, I'm sure. certain platform that rhymes with uh, sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, folks, if you have stuck around for this whole live stream, thank you for doing so. Uh, if you do in the future want to stick around for one of our live streams, you can find us on both YouTube and Twitch. Just find the Iron System in podcast. Links in the description of the show if you want to just click on them instead of trying to look around for them. But I'm going to tell you, it's not hard to find. If you want to join our community and chat with us or other listeners or, you know, just, you just talk about gaming or talk about uh, IT or talk about all kinds of stuff, there's there's rooms for all of that on our Discord community. Discord! 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 I'll even play Elden Ring with you, as long as it's not on Xbox. Yeah. PlayStation yeah. and Windows only. So both, both Mark and I do on occasion stream, sometimes even together, our games. Um, you can sometimes. You can find... Those things there as well, if you're into gaming and you want to see us play games instead of talk about IT. Um, yeah, you can find us on the, the social medias, just like for the Iron System Podcast. You can chat with us. You can see or find out about new episodes or whatever. You can support the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash Iron We love all of our patrons. You guys are awesome. You can even get free merch when you uh, do that for long enough. Merch. It's pretty cool. And, um, yeah, I think that's a show. Thank you all for listening, watching, subscribing, liking, all the cool social whatever things that you do to make, you know, the, the shows you like to do the things with. Um, I'm rambling now. I should just find the button. It's here somewhere. You think? I, I have too many scenes in OBS is what it comes down to. So Push the button, go. Frank. Gonna, oh, wait, you know what I forgot to do? We were going to make this a thing. While I read the outro, that wasn't it. This is it. All right, enough of that. Night, folks. <laughs>